What's brewing, ATX? Thanks for joining us. I'm Ian Grossman here alongside Jonathan Ratcliffe. Hello. And Mr. Greg Carlson. Howdy. Now, I'm sure we've all been in a point in our lives where the daily grind has just got us throwing our health to the wayside. Well, today we've got a special one for you as one of my closest friends here in the ATX joins us to share some tips on how to get your health and wellness back on track. Here with us today, none other than Mr. Mr. Doctor. Mr. Doctor. <laughs> Dr. Matt Delgado. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Matt. Thank you. Thank you. And for the nice intro. Yeah. Mr. Doctor. That's, <laughs> that's your new title. Uh, oh Dr. God. Matt started his practice, Life Spring Chiropractic, in just a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's built something really special that we'll hear more on later uh, in the episode. Today, he's here to share uh, how to develop and own your health and wellness routine. Mm. So have your pen and paper ready because it's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. As a reminder, remember this is your one-stop shop for all things ATX, from tips on the food and beverage scene to developments in the real estate world, to interviews with local small businesses and those making a big impact in our community. And of course, we feature a local beer, wine, or spirit each week. I feel like I say this every time, or in this case, this week, something a little bit different, uh, something that's going to get our caffeine levels up very quickly. What you got there? I need a sip of mine. Oh, you cheater. Oh, sorry. Guys. The good stuff. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram at What's Brewing ATX. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you tune into your podcast. Hit us with that five star rating and be sure to stick around for the weekly brew at the end of the episode so you can hear where Austin landed on the Wall Street Journal's latest ranking hottest job markets in the U.S. Mm. Yes. So people are probably sick of the, the great news of Austin, right? The yeah. best place to live. Top list Dude. after top list. Real estate's the list. best. Jobs are the best. So we, we have it. we have someone who's who started an Instagram, which we'll hit on a, in a little bit, called the Caffeinated Cairo. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I didn't know you were going to bring that out. Yeah, I did, though. So, wow. Jonathan, give us a rundown of what we're drinking today. We're drinking some coffee today. A little coffee today. <laughs> um, Spokesman Coffee. Local spot. Really cool spot at the St. Elmo... What do you even call this development? They have a bunch of cool, you know, they got a brewery in there. They've got, I actually go to the metabolic gym in there occasionally. Mm. Um, it's a really cool spot. They've got um, just a few different distillery. warehouses. They have a distillery. distillery. They have a, a wine um, bar, I think, too. Wine, yeah, yep. the Austin winery or something. I went to a, um, a comedy show, and I guess maybe it was in the brewery area. I don't even know. Um, but nonetheless, spokesman is the coffee shop in there. Really cool spot. They've got a lot of fun artwork. Um, what is it? Spray spray art? What, oh, um, oh, spray paint. Why, what <laughs> are we? Graffiti? Graffiti. graffiti art. Goodness gracious. Go. Yeah. I was with you. I was going to say spray paint art. Spray art. Spray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got graffiti. Really cool, though. Like, I mean, really high high uh, ceiling, so the, the graffiti goes all the way up to the, to the top. It's really cool. They've got – I just learned um, pre – recording session here that they have Gatorade on tap. Is that what, is that what, what? you saw? I, the other, no yeah, I was there a couple days ago. What? I'm pretty sure they had lemon lime Gatorade. I've never heard that before. On tap. Wow. Our source here is Ian Grossman. Yes. If we're wrong. God, it's Ian, on him. Ian Grossman. So I am drinking a regular drip coffee with some oat milk and honey dash of cinnamon on it. Mm. Mr. Carlson is drinking black. Small black. Small black. That's it. Right here. 
Ian, the cold brew king. Yep. Doesn't matter how cold. Cold Yesterday was one of the the top seven coldest days this winter in Austin. What? Or last night. I was going to say last night was cold. Last night. Yeah, it was cold. Um, But I still go cold brew. Sorry, guys. And then you got the Cafe Americano. Americano, yeah. For Dr. Matt here. Mm -hmm. America. (laughs) All right. That's about it. If you want to check out a cool coffee shop, go to Spokesman. It's a really cool spot to hang out. A lot of people... Working on their on their laptops. Good stuff. Thanks, John. Yeah, buddy. So, Doctor Matt, will you tell us, tell our audience, who you are and what your story is? Yeah. Take that however, however you want to. Yeah. I'm uh, originally from Bellingham, Washington. That's where I grew up. That's hence the coffee. I think coffee runs in our veins if we're from Washington. Is that where Starbucks started? In Seattle. Yeah. In Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm and apples. And apples. Apples are the hot commodity, yeah. And uh, shellfish. Apple apple capital. And wine. We got a lot of good stuff, yeah. (laughs) We have a buddy that worked at that original Starbucks. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's all tourists. But there's literally like you you walk one block, you walk two blocks, and there's there's two more right there. Ah. It's so saturated with Starbucks right next to it. But- is it just a normal Starbucks or is it's it like a, a cool flagship looking office? No, it's there's nothing beautiful it's about basic. the store. It's very basic. Yeah, it's small. It's in uh, Pike's Place Market, which is a huge tourist spot. So the tourists, you know, they're already walking through and they're, oh, that's the original Starbucks. And it's just, you know, something cool about being in the original. Yeah. So yeah. they go in and there's usually a line Take out a the picture. door. Yeah. So, hmm. but yeah, anyway, that's where I grew up. And I, I, I moved to California Bay Area, San Francisco for, Grad school, uh, for chiropractic school. Uh, from there, my journey kind of led me to Nebraska for a job, but my first chiropractic job right out of school. I uh, didn't last long there. I was only there for about four months or so mm-hmm. uh, until I made my way to Austin. And I think like a lot of young people just had visited here. I was by myself. I heard it was a fun city, so I came to check it out. I fell in love with it, with uh, nature outside uh, and how it's so, I mean, we're in nature right now for the people not watching. Uh, we, we got a cool view out the window here of the green belt. So, and it's right here in the city. So it's, it's a special place, very health conscious, a lot of young, fun, vibrant energy. So that's what drew me in. And I've been here for just over two years now. Mm. And you, you, t- you, you gave the, a very short version of your four months in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> you quickly Nebraska. just touch on that for a second, how that, um, Kind of yeah. propelled yeah. where you are. Yeah. So when I, I guess I moved to Nebraska right out of chiropractic school. So I'm a chiropractor, if you miss that, but right out of chiropractic school, moved to Nebraska for a job. It was one of the biggest chiropractic clinics that I know of in the world. And uh, we'd see, you know, we'd see somewhere, I mean, it was over 1,500 patients a week that we were Whoa. seeing, 1,500 to 2,000 patients a week. Yeah. It was huge. And, that was with four chiropractors at the time in the office. I was the fourth. Yeah. So I went into this office uh, having felt at the time really inspired, like, wow, these guys are doing incredible things business-wise. And it's what attracted me to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found out three months in that uh, it wasn't the right fit for me. I got really sick. Uh, something called Graves' disease. If you're listening, you don't know what that is. It's an autoimmune thyroid disorder. So... Uh, your thyroid has its hand uh, in on pretty much everything, your metabolism, uh, your immune system, it's your thermostat of your body, uh, the hormones that it produces help regulate 
a lot of things in our bodies. So my body essentially just kind of went haywire uh, with my thyroid, my adrenal glands, which again is produce our stress hormones. Uh, we're haywire too. So after a graduate program and then so much stress in that short amount of time working, we were working 75 hour weeks. Uh, at least that's what I was doing. Uh, it didn't fit for me at all. So in three short months, I got burnt out. I, I got really sick to the point where I... Uh, I literally couldn't walk out to the mailbox. And my mom just reminded me of that. I called her and I was asking her and I just went to speak at my alma mater and I was trying to relive this. I think I blocked a lot of it out emotionally because it was such a hard time. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, you, you couldn't even walk out to the mailbox that first week. So I guess long story short there, thank God for good friends. A good friend of mine from chiropractic school I went to live with uh, for about six weeks to regain my health, to slow my life down completely. I wasn't working. I wasn't doing anything but just nurturing my body and my health uh, to bring myself back to life. And through uh, my friends I was staying with helped bring me back to life. I, um, you know, I took about six to eight months off of chiropractic even, actually. I waited tables. You, did you stay there Dang. in Nebraska? Wow. I No, I moved to – so I left out a few details there. I moved from there to uh, – to Dallas. That was my gateway to Texas. I knew I wanted to be in Austin. I've got family in Dallas. So I did construction in Dallas because wow. I did it just part-time. My uncle needed some help. So it was just more like home remodels, which I knew nothing about, but I uh, put some <laughs> floors in. Quite uh, different from oh, wow. what you've been used to. Uh, yeah. So, well, technically in the insurance world, my job is blue collar, I found out as a chiropractor. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, very, very different. But it was just, you know, more at my own pace. And he wasn't on me to uh, to do too much too soon. So that was kind of my journey back to even working. And then from there, I actually went to go live with my grandparents for a few months in New Mexico. Because uh, I figured, hey, before I start my practice, what better time to spend some time with my grandparents? Yeah. So I waited tables. I left off on my resume that I have a doctorate degree. Whoops, sorry, I forgot about that. Because I didn't they think they'd hire they me. They don't care about that at a restaurant? No. I think they would care in the opposite way. Hey, this yeah. guy might be a little overqualified or what's he doing here? So yeah, I, I question it. I left that off. And I uh, I had great experience waiting tables uh, through college, thank God. And and something, you know, like riding a bike, you get back on. It's fine. So that you made me some quick people, money. So. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's a service. Nice. What an adventure. Awesome. So before the episode, you mentioned uh, some routines that you developed uh, for general health and wellness outside of the office. Would you mind sharing those uh, with the audience? Yeah. So that was through this journey, really, that we just talked about that I realized I had to develop a routine. And uh, for me, that was the first thing I got back to was restoring sleep mm-hmm. cycles. When you're really, I mean, when you've got anything at the base of anything, it's kind of just dysfunction of the body in general and restoring our natural processes, I think is one of the best ways to start. So for me, it was sleep. My sleep cycle is so off. If anyone's ever heard of adrenal fatigue, it's a common thing when we just kind of get burnt out. Mm. And a classic sign of it is waking up at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. wide awake. And I was. So for me, it was just trying to you reduce. Can't function not at the all. The rest of the day after that. Not at all. It throws out zombie mode. Day. Yeah. So that was that was one of them for me was learning how to get back to just an everyday life. Like to tell myself, "Hey, you're not in this stressful state anymore. 
Uh, I was watching comedy movies actually. That was a big part of my healing was learning to laugh again. I love to do that. The office. The office is good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, just little things like that. And then back to eating right, cooking my own food, making good food instead of finding food for convenience, you know, common saying something I love to say, convenience kills, especially in health. Mm. And when we're in a hurry, when we're in a crunch, we sacrifice many times our health for that convenience. I want to speak on that too, because I'm sure we've all gone through some phase of just exhaustion, whether it's after college or, you know, into a new job or something and getting back to it. Like you want it so fast and so quick. And sometimes it just takes time. Like you got to get the routine going again. You got to get, like you said, you started cooking your own meals and eating a little better than laughing a little more and sleeping a little bit better each night. And it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, sometimes it takes months, sometimes weeks. How long were you in this kind of phase until you felt like, okay, like I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that you said that. Uh, it took me a year and a half to send wow. this into remission, Graves disease. Uh, that is possible. Um, I don't think people out there may, you know, may not know that any autoimmune disease can be sent into remission with lifestyle change and through changing our habits. But yeah, absolutely, uh, Jonathan, to change our physiology, it takes months to years. And wow. our expectation around healing many times is days to weeks. So even for me, I was so impatient when it first happened to me. And I was 26 years old at the time, which is young. Um, what a blessing now is how I see it to have changed my process to where now I have something I can sustain for life. Mm. At the time, I saw it like, holy shit, this sucks. My life is over. I had thoughts of, I remember on the couch that I was essentially living on, like, I wonder if I'll ever be able to ride my bike again. I wonder if I'll ever be able to go. All the things that you take for granted that you can do. And I'm not even a runner, but I remember thinking, like, I want to run a half marathon or I want to run a marathon just because I can. Just, Just to be able to do it. Not even being a runner, but I just wanted to use my body. So... To get a little more tactical on like some of the sleep and, and uh, diet changes, yeah. what are some things you might recommend to someone from a sleep standpoint to try to kind of get control of that and, and get in more of a routine? Yeah, uh, great question. I think, you know, and there's a book I read recently, Why We Sleep. I'm blanking on the author's name now. It's a great book. I think it's it's blown up. Matthew something? Yeah. Matthew Walker? Yeah, he's got a great first name. I'm all about the. <laughs> I've, I've read it, many podcasts, yeah. Yeah, it, it blew up. He's got some great facts in there. Uh, one I'm thinking of, it's something like when, uh, when our sleep becomes... Um, and I don't remember exactly, but it's just what, essentially when we get sleep deprived, like less than seven hours is, we should be mm-hmm. at least seven hours. Like over time, uh, long term, our chances of cancer like double, like some profound facts like this that he's sharing. Massive numbers, yeah. Alzheimer's too. Yeah, Alzheimer's too. Yeah. Yeah. And then our blood sugar, talk about that in a week. He says that we're sleep deprived for a week. Our blood sugar levels are that of a pre diabetic. So it literally throws off our whole wow. process. But to get back to your question, I think that just managing our stress, first and foremost, that we're so stressed and at the root of most all chronic disease in this country, which uh, things like for people that may not know, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, uh, those are all considered chronic disease. They Mm -hmm. develop over time. 
uh, I've, something like uh, six in ten Americans have one, and four in ten Americans have two. And stress is the root of all of them. So managing our stress, it's something that we overlook. And clinically, you know, it's funny if I ask people if they're stressed or talk about managing their stress, the response I get from everybody, I'm not stressed. I don't have stress. <laughs> I am a robot. I have no stress. <laughs> like, come on, we all have stress. Oh, yeah. uh, but, but managing it and developing routines, I think, around that with more gentle or slower things, it doesn't, you know, there's something that's gotten more popular recently. Meditation doesn't have to be that, though. It can be deep breathing, going on a walk. Ian, uh, like you mentioned here, he's one of my closest friends in Austin. I think this weekend we're going to go on a walk, something like that. I enjoy doing it slower. It's more gentle. I'm not creating a lot of stress in my body, and it's fun to go walk with a friend, get coffee. It's it's good for us. It's really good for us. And being, being out in the sunlight. Nature. Yeah, yeah. This weekend's going to be beautiful, so... Here in Austin, well, I'm going to plug Austin again. Yeah. <laughs> March 1st, it's going to be 80 degrees. Ooh, yeah. I like it. Wow. That's I crazy. Like it. How could you not want to move here? <laughs> Speaking of the stress, so uh, we all watch, we all have our guilty pleasures in watching just yeah, some do. sort of trash TV. <laughs> well, my girlfriend watches The Housewives, and I'm, I definitely don't watch it with her yet. I walk in, and she's yet. watching, you know, housewives of new jersey or dallas or something and i'm just just even two minutes the snippets of the things that they like argue about or they you know they're screaming and yelling about i'm like like seriously this is this is these are issues for you but then we we talked about afterwards like honestly we have weird funky things that we're you know arguing about stressing about just in our day-to-day lives that bother us but if you look at them from an outsider's perspective, like, what are they really? It's yeah. like, it's nothing that we should be thinking about. So, yeah, to your point, when people say, I'm not stressed, like, think about the things that actually kind of stress you during the day, even if it's not, like, chronically, just the little little things. Traffic for so many people. You don't even think about that. <laughs> I went into Greg's office Immediately pointed at him. He was, yeah. like, heated. <laughs> don't exaggerate, bro. You Throwing were... him under the bus. Please. No, he was Dude. he was like, Look. you know what? When you when I like to win when I negotiate, because we talked we said something I said something about negotiating and and he was like, You know when you can't win a negotiation? When you're driving. And he like yeah. you know, yeah. went on a little rant about how people drive ten miles an hour and, and can't get around him and, and he's from New York, so you know he's trying to get yeah. So get somewhere you got to go faster. Mm-hmm. Yes, for the coffee. coffee. <laughs> have okay, you calm, have you calmed down? Yeah, I'm calm. Okay, good. <laughs> thanks. He looks thanks. calm. Yeah. So you're gaining quite the following on YouTube. Is it because of the crack videos? You know, there's a big <laughs> I've learned uh, following for that. People love that sound and. Yeah, and the uh, aggressive look, I think, of a lot of them. So partially, yes, I think it is because of that. And So for those who don't know what the crack videos are, can you explain? It is a, so a noise, like a cracking noise as we make an adjustment. Uh, there's so many techniques. I th- there's over 300 chiropractic techniques. There's probably mm. two shown on camera because they are contra- not controversial, controversial looking, I should say. <laughs> They look aggressive, and anything that's like kind of off kilter like that, I think, tends to take off online, and that's one of them. So, 
I mean, we don't do anything different on video than what we really do in our office. It's the yeah. same experience we provide and we let ourselves kind of, you know, bring the energy when we're on the videos too. And I'm hoping that that's why a lot of people from the comments and yeah, I do read the comments. I don't respond to half of them because they're inappropriate. <laughs> there's but some wacko people out there. There's some unusual comments that we get. Yes. Um, but I do read them and half of them are, or, you know, a good chunk of them that we get are people that enjoy the videos or people that are learning things from the videos. And that's mm. the whole reason we started the channel was for one, demystify what we do because mm-hmm. nobody has a darn clue what chiropractic is. You learn that when you go to a wedding as a chiropractor and you get asked probably 500 times, what do you do? And then when you tell them you're a chiropractor, you get a list of questions sure. uh, and people, mm. people just have, you know, they have no idea what it is. So we wanted to teach the world what chiropractic is and from our perspective and from the way that we communicate it, say we, there's one more chiropractor in the office uh, that I work with. And uh, it's, I think that's one of the biggest things that separated us too, is our communication around it and communicating in a way people can understand. That's what I wanted to do was teach, help teach the world what, what we do and, and what health is and where health comes from. Do you, have you formed like an elevator pitch for it? No, 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 maybe we should today. <laughs> well, can you, can you touch on that a little bit more? Yeah. Like there are several different types of, of chiropractic. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess methodologies, what can someone expect by coming into your office? Yeah. So I guess to back up what chiropractic even is, is uh, we call it making an adjustment. What that is, is, when we use any variety of techniques to change the signaling from the brain to the body and the body to the brain, those signals that are going up and down the spinal cord or changing the function of your brain and your spinal cord, your nervous system, we call it, control things like we associate with chiropractic pain, right? Neck pain, back pain, headaches. They also control a variety of other things that people may not associate chiropractic with movement and then organ function, things like sleep, energy, mood, digestion, immune system, all of our bodily functions and processes are centered through and start through the nervous system. Every human experience happens through the nervous system. So that's where even returning from something like Graves' disease, that was at the foundation of my healing, understanding that and knowing that. But even if your intention is just to change pain, yeah, you'll still change pain. So with that being said, there's a variety of techniques. Mm. Um, you can, you know, what you think of with chiropractic is like a cracking. That is one of them, and that's very effective. And we do that in our office, but we do many more too. I think that's where if I'm going to plug my alma mater, and I was just at Life West, if there's any chiropractors or prospective chiropractic students out there listening to this, Life West is an incredible school. I think they teach the most techniques of any school. Mm. So we've got a toolbox of things that we use, and some of them are light force, um, an instrument, like a spring-loaded instrument. It just feels like a little tap, essentially, on the spine or on one of the joints to create a change in signaling, which changes motion of the joint, which changes uh, everything else function that so we talked about. you don't need this giant crack to make a change. You do not. And that freaks some people out. I do not adjust my mom that way. My mom comes in. I have some family here in Austin. She comes in to get adjusted. Hell no. Hell no. My yeah. mom my mom would freak out. So we have different ways. And for a baby too. And like people don't even know that you mm-hmm. can adjust a baby. 
but they're with a baby it's such gentle just touch even that yeah. you're just holding or pulsing you your finger Katie when she was just a couple months old yeah well, and, part of it was for a, a photo shoot because <laughs> <laughs> people like babies and dogs yeah, and like, i learned that quick <laughs> katie's up in his little picture of katie's up in his office but i think you'd and it's it's just like a tiny bit of pressure, right? Yeah, you it, like you wouldn't even think an adjustment was taking place if you're waiting for a crack or a pop or a twist or a quick movement. There's none with a kid. There's none. It's just holding your hand in the right position and allowing the joint to move back into place because a kid doesn't have that same muscular support and they haven't mm-hmm. had all the traumas that we have, so it's much less to change. But, yeah, there's a lot of things. There's something we call a drop table. We're using uh, mm-hmm. like a table as a lever where gravity's assisting uh, there's many instruments. Um, there's just light touch alone. There's so many things that are out there, probably techniques that I, I'm sure of that I don't even know of. So there's uh, there's a variety that I use, though, in And you adjust office. more than uh, backs and necks. Yeah, we really specialize in extremities. That's kind of how I made my name in Austin, uh, feet Yeah, I saw the, the, a couple of the YouTube videos of the feet. Yeah. I got some feet things going on right now. Maybe I need to pop on in. <laughs> it's not a fetish, is it? For some people, maybe. <laughs> For me, no. <laughs> For me, I, uh, I focused on the foot because of sports, athletics. I grew up playing uh, basketball, baseball, and I realized how important the foot is in mechanics and, and movement. Obviously, movement, we're using them with everything we do. So we see so much foot dysfunction from improper shoes, from a lack of motion, from maybe too much motion. Mm-hmm. So restoring function and motion of the foot, mm-hmm. we see a lot of things change. You know, I had a, a recent one, uh, Jonathan, I just posted on YouTube. It was a guy that came in, he was misdiagnosed uh, with gout, which one of the characteristic findings in gout is a painful swollen big toe so the he got diagnosed by three orthopedists misdiagnosed they even drew the fluid out of the joint and put it under a microscope looking for uric acid mm-hmm. and it wasn't there so that's hmm. definitively there's not there's not gout. But he had a swollen toe but he had a swollen toe and he had in his blood levels as uric acid was high so they said okay well we're gonna put you on gout he saw a podiatrist or gout medication sorry uh colchicine and Went to a podiatrist, same thing. They gave him gout medication. And I'm thinking, this is crazy. This is insane. Like, And this was six years that he's put through oh the gosh. with like flare-ups where he's in the ER. He couldn't lace his boot up. He couldn't walk up or down stairs because his foot was so swollen, so affecting his life so much that he can't walk up or down stairs. Hmm. Two months of consistent treatment and we forget that it was even a thing. It's completely gone. It's completely better after spending thousands of dollars and years looking for a solution. He found a solution. And and what was it? Just It was adjusting the foot. So creating motion in the joints in the foot. Motion is life. Life is motion. As yeah. the joint on that big toe after an injury stopped moving, there was scar tissue that formed. What we did is mm. we essentially just mobilized that joint creating that right alignment and that right movement. And when we continuously do that and let it heal, it took us two months. And I was seeing him twice a week, even for two months yeah. to get that healing to take place. Remember we talk about change in physiology. You want your body to heal. We're thinking months or years. We're not thinking days or weeks, yeah. mm-hmm. but even for healing like this, like that's so short, like after six right. years in <laughs> two years. months, like that's incredible to me. Absolutely. Wow. Well, I might have to talk to you. Seriously. I have this, I've, 
twisted my ankle so many times that you can hear clicking this weekend. I was playing soccer and I heard a little pop and, you know, I already know, okay, it's going to be a week of recovery yeah. or so. And so I'm just like kind of limping around, but yeah, pop on in. Mm-hmm. Dr. Matt, I've got a, I've got a question for you here. Do you have any coined phrases like, <laughs> like the ring dinger? Oh, okay. <laughs> There's this guy. Listen, I watch out in yeah. Houston. We've seen a we few of his patients. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's an interesting guy. He's an interesting, funny man. I have nothing he, to say. No good. No bad. I've never met him. I don't ever talk about anyone I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I'll have to meet him. But well, yeah. Do you, so, do you have any any coin terms yourself? <laughs> I probably do. Um, you know, there's certain things that I've seen from video, and I hate watching back videos. I, I've, to be honest, I have never watched one of my YouTube videos really? back ever, oh. or podcasts that I've been on. I probably will not listen to this. Oh come on! Oh come on! I've n- I just I just haven't. Okay, this will be my first. You don't like the sound of your voice? No, I just don't. I don't know. There's just something about it where I just don't like. I'll listen to friends on podcasts. Yeah. No problem. Or if friends are on videos, I love it. I love to see what they're doing or what they're talking about or what oh. they're saying. But I, so I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of with uh, you on that though. I I don't like to go back and, you know, if I record something, okay, I got everything I need to get out. All right, cool. You know, of course, unless you need to edit something in or whatever, but I, I don't prefer to go listen to the whole thing. Yeah, I'm the same way. But when I have, Greg, the thing that has come up, uh, your power's on. And it's not just me. There's a few other chiropractors I know about there that'll say that. Mm -hmm. Because we're working yeah, with the mean? nervous system. So it's like our electrical system in our body. Exactly. So you're turning that power on, the power of the body. Yeah. And actually in my uh, adjusting room in my office where I spend most of my time, mm. I'm redoing one of the walls. Sorry, Ian, the picture with Katie. All my old oh, school, no. the originals. We'll get a new wall and Katie will be on the wall. <laughs> okay. But it's going to be nicer. We're, we're doing everything different now. Uh, it's going to say your power is on and the on is a little switch box you yeah. turn on and it actually lights up and there's a cool like 3d spine on the wall oh, cool. next to it so like i'm that. like you know what neat. you gotta have your cool saying so I'm, I'm with you there i like it but that's one of them your power's on yeah can you give a quick shout out to your your artist that's like yeah making your office this like art exhibit yeah pimp my office uh there's uh oh that's awesome (laughs) if there was a show i think we'd be on it it's everything that i've got in my office i wanted different i think sorry chiropractors out there not all of you but i i think as a profession we're pretty boring i'm gonna write that down (laughs) and uh I, I didn't want to be boring. I'm not boring. I wanted to do it different and unique. So everything you find in my office, you will not find in another office. Mm. And there's two people that have really helped with that. One of them, Jason Etherly. Thank you so much, Jason. Uh, he's a muralist. He's really taken off. His murals are all over Austin. I was at a native hostel the other day. He's got a big oh, one yeah. there. Uh, the Queen, Queen Elizabeth. I think it's like the, with the gas mask on, mm-hmm. with the paint mask. That's the his coin one that... I kind of made him famous, if you See will. See the Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Check him out. Jason Etherly cool. is his name. E-A-T-H-E-R-L-Y. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's phenomenal at custom woodwork, too. So he's done a lot of signage for us as well on our adjusting rooms. He's made nice. signs that right side our, outside our doors. So it's Dr. Matt, Dr. Scott. He made a big Texas for us in our hallway that... Uh, we have like, thank you, Austin. We heart oh, you. Nice. He made that. Um, the murals, it's like our centerpiece of our office. It's absolutely stunning. He it looks awesome. He did that. Yeah. And um, and then Sign Depot 
as well has done a lot of work for us that's that's great they're here in austin as well uh, they do a lot of custom signage we did a logo wall with them i wrote out like a we believe wall all these we believe statements that makes us unique mm. uh, in our office they did that for us it's in 3d it's it's really cool they did our window graphics for us uh, so sign depot and jason etherly thank you so he he brushed over the window graphics. So. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't say it. Yeah, when you pull, I, actually, you're driving. <laughs> you love this. Oh, oh look it. at his yeah. face. He's smiling. When you're right driving now. on <laughs> South Lamar, you can see it. But as, as you pull up to their office, um, which give us an address real quick: two six one two South Lamar Boulevard, Austin, Texas seventy seven zero four. From Matt's El Rancho. Matt's El Rancho. Would you look at that. <laughs> so they have a giant, giant window size, just picture cutout of Matt and then there's one of of Scott which is the other chiropractor in the in the office and they each have a speech bubble that they change out the wording on it and it's like what other chiropractor yeah in Austin or anywhere oh, have you seen that has that fun like with that? it kind of yeah. reminds me of that El Arroyo. exactly yeah, that's the yeah. inspiration for it i was oh, sitting well. in my office on a friday afternoon and i was like what can we put on the windows that's different that's fun and that's us and I thought, like, okay, you know, this street, if you're not in Austin, South Lamar, I think there's, you guys are probably know better than me, but maybe 70,000 cars a day, if I've heard this number, drive down the street. So what I can we- I didn't even know that, so thank you. Yeah, I mean, maybe fact check me, but I don't know. But what can we put up there that would be strategic for us, not only for business, but fun? And that's what came to mind was, oh, let's put these up here. And then my mentor in town, who's had a huge influence on everything in my office too. Brian Eisenberg, if you're listening to this, thank you, Brian. Uh, he was the one who actually mentioned the word bubbles. And then we're like, okay, yeah, let's do something like El Royal and make it fun or make it funny. So mm-hmm. the one we have up now, Ian remembers it. The Matzo Cairo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people, it was a little controversial, right? Some people didn't like it. Yeah. I'm like, well, like, okay. come on. Matzo Rancho is right across the street. It makes, so it's funny. Exactly. I think that's fun. I support that. Thank you. So yeah. you have you have that when you pull up, and then you when you walk in, the mural you're talking about that Jason drew is literally an entire wall. And yeah. it's like over 20 feet. It's like the, the city of Austin with Life Spring graphics in it. Yeah. It's It's pretty awesome. And then just throughout the whole office, you've got a lot of. A lot of his art, yeah, as well. One, one day when we were out recording, Ian and I um, recording some videos uh, for real estate. He's like, "Man, I, I he I guess got a little oh, yeah, rib, yeah, I had a little oh, yeah. rib out." I remember and he's that. Like, I really got to pop in there, so I walked in and you know took a little self tour uh, while he was getting his quick adjustment. Oh, okay. so you were you were gone. Oh, okay. And Scott saved me for the. But it was right before the weekend. It was like a Friday, right before. Oh, the I, was and thinking, I was like leaving town. I think Jonathan's yeah. like, I swear, I, I think I, I've had the same thing. Yeah, I had it before, and, and once they fixed it up, it was you know the next day. Of course, you're still a little sore, but yeah. the next day or so, I was yeah. Gosh, I could hardly breathe, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. he was experiencing the same thing. I was like, that's it. It's kind yeah, of a smart man. He knew. So, what advice would you give to somebody getting into the chiropractic field? Yeah, as a prospective patient or as a prospective chiropractor, chiropractor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'd say that find your own path and mm-hmm. pave your own way because mm-hmm. we're, there's so many norms, I think, in any industry. So maybe even for mm-hmm. the people that aren't going to chiropractic, I think this, is, this still holds true that you know we want to make X amount or we want to see X amount of clients or we have these goals. And something that I picked up uh, that I already started doing and implementing, but it 
kind of hit home when I reread it in a book called Atomic Habits. Oh, yeah. Instead of making goals, mm-hmm. the process, right? Create a process. So I'd say that same thing for prospective chiropractors. Create a process that suits your life instead of chasing maybe goals that once you hit, it's like, okay, now what? Now you're going to have more that are just, it's just a number or it's just a thing. Yeah. But when you create a process around, for me, it's around health. It's around staying inspired and fulfillment, keeping fulfillment through my friends, through my family in town. Um, I mean, I hang out with Ian probably every week. If I don't, my life is off. Something's weird in it. I hadn't seen him in two weeks. So it's cool being here, hanging out with (laughs) you guys today, but things, things like that, like creating that process. And I think for prospective chiropractors, or I think like I said, holds true with anyone else, just creating a life that you desire, not that you see your peers doing or not creating some, you know, big, fancy, elaborate office. If that's not you, but there's so much variation or so much room to practice how we want mm-hmm. in business owners that we can be as big or as small as we want and do it in so many different ways. There's no right or wrong way. It's mm-hmm. just what fits for us. You guys have done That's a really good like job that. with with creating like a community. You're not just a chiropractic office that people walk into and then leave and they're done. Oftentimes like you'll repost, you know, people will leave your office and yeah. do a little video testimonial <laughs> in their car, not you don't tell them to do it. They do it on their own. Correct. Or they'll take a picture and tag it and say, you got to go see Dr. Matt. So can you kind of touch on that, whether it's chiropractic or starting any small business, like how important kind of building a community Yeah, I love this. Is and how it's been for you guys. Yeah, yeah, I love this. So I recently spoke at two chiropractic schools. One was my alma mater uh, here in, it, that was in San Francisco just this last week. And before that, it was in uh, Florida, Palmer, Florida. And something we talked about, both of us, community. And one of the parallels or one of the metaphors I love is dating. And it's not a one-night stand, people. This is something that when you put your heart in or you're really you're trying to find that long-term fit, that's where you find it. And it's not, I mean, that might sound cheesy, but for, I mean, for real, like with your community, you got to marry your community. You got to be involved in it. You got to give to them. And Ian, I know we both read this book, The Go-Giver. It's Mm -hmm. that mindset of give, 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 but then be open to receiving because it will come back. And that's for us, that's what I think when I think of live screen chiropractic, which I created two years ago, that is absolutely one of the biggest things is still to this day and was community and being a part of it and giving to people, right? Because um, like CJ, we both know CJ, our friend CJ here in town. Uh, something he told me in the beginning, CJ, if you're listening to this, no one gives a shit about chiropractic. You know, CJ was right, but they give a shit about you. And if you're a good human, if you're a good person, you yeah. know, in any industry, they'll send you business if they like you, if they trust you. So just treating people like humans and, you know, not leading with kind of what you do, but when we say that, why kind of your purpose and creating community or friendships or giving first. Awesome. Very Love cool. That. So what are some of the, you know, you've been in business two years. Yep. Um, you mm. brought on Dr. Scott last year. What are some of the goals for 2020 and maybe a little bit longer term from a practice standpoint? And uh, maybe you can touch a little bit on the, caffeinated chiro. <laughs> All right. I tend to keep things uh, pretty private. So this is maybe the first, some of this stuff will come out here uh, publicly, but with, um, with the practice kind of in the future, I'm, uh, I'm looking to hire, well now I'm looking to hire one more chiropractor, bring one more in 
I just came back from my alma mater, uh, having talked to these students, telling them, you know, up here on the stage that it's, it's not about the money, at least for me, like it's, you know, having fun with it, like doing it your way. And for me, like if I'm listening to myself saying that I'm already at where I want to be, like seeing patient volume wise, mm-hmm. I don't want to get too busy. So I just had a meeting with my staff this week and I told them I'm not seeing more than X amount. And if it means people have to wait, that's okay because I don't ever want to lose who I am and my essence and being able to bring that energy that I have when I'm in the office, I'm mm-hmm. never going to lose that. No one can take that from me. Uh, but I, so I need help. So I'm looking to hire one more chiropractor and then Dr. Scott, who I brought on Scott Mitchell. He's like a brother to me. I love the guy. He's such a big part of what we're doing in the community uh, and having made life spring what it is today. So he's leaving in November to Boston to create his own. That's where he's from originally. I got to honor that. I'm going to help him make that transition and yep. help him bring that off the ground. So this year's a big transition year with bringing in someone new. And then again, at the end of the year, bringing in someone new. And then after that, uh, there'll be other things. There'll definitely be other things. Uh, I'm a chiropractor till the day I die, but I've also got uh, many other kind of interests. And one of them you just mentioned was, is coffee. And thanks spokesman (laughs) uh, for this coffee we're drinking. Um, But um, yeah, I started this Instagram account called Caffeinated Cairo just to kind of share and document. So I take around a little book with me that I don't show online to whenever I'm traveling, like when I was just in San Francisco. And my goal is usually two places when I'm in a city and I'll write down things that I want to steal from my own future shop. So whether it's branded ideas, um, layout design, um, the bathroom, which I learned from someone that the bathroom is the most important place. So I always look at the bathroom, hmm. but little things like that, like I, I'm just taking, whether it's their mugs that they use, whether it's their to go cups I have, I'm not going to tell you, ooh, but I have all these things from these different places written down that I like so that when I start my own, I have all these ideas you and have I have a a, exactly that template, the blueprint to work from. So in the future, there will be a, a coffee shop. Uh, by me here in Austin. That's uh, awesome. But again, I don't want to do it too soon. I want to enjoy life. Uh, you know, starting up a business is so stressful. Uh, it's one of the most stressful things I've gone through. So I want to. We can uh, all agree. Enjoy life. Yeah, yeah. You guys know, <laughs> enjoy life for a little bit before I do that. But that's that's in the future. Um, there's definitely a book out there for me too in the future. I'm not sure when. Uh, and then you never know. There's a few more things that I kind of have an idea of that. Uh, We'll see when they happen. (laughs) So one of the questions I was going to ask was, you know, what sets you apart as a chiropractor? But this entire episode has been about that. So we have (laughs) office itself is just unique and, you know, has its, has, has its incredible features to it. Um, The way you practice, which is there, is there a particular, I guess, name for that? Or is it more just a conglomerate of different, chiropractic practices and then is there anything else that you would say that sets you apart from others yeah no i love that uh question uh the technique it's many techniques so we all kind of say that it's funny that students always ask as a student question a chiropractic student question what technique do you practice mm-hmm. or what techniques do you use and then all old school chiropractors remember hearing this in chiropractic school like they'll say i use the delgado method it's like uh-huh. i use my own man i've developed my own yeah, yeah, yeah. things and we all it's the same thing i'd say as them now like i've developed things pulled different things from all these different techniques that i'll use some of them light force some of them more heavy-handed but extremities is a big part of it okay 
Uh, we see a lot of athletes, uh, seeing a lot of pro athletes actually right now. Um, and so it's the life spring technique, the life spring technique. That's right. <laughs> yes, that's it. So that's, that's one of the things, yeah, that's made us different. And the way in which we practice too, Jonathan is, uh, we focus on chiropractic. I think that's one of the things I haven't touched on. That's really different. So here in, especially in Texas, you go into a chiropractor's office and this isn't right or wrong. It's just what it is, is different that they're kind of doing everything. They're kind of consult you on nutrition. They'll <laughs> consult you on, you know, weight loss. They'll do um, a whole rehab exercise regimen with you. They'll do acupuncture mm-hmm. on you. They'll do um, an essential oils guide. Uh, there's five things right there. Yep. So if I'm talking about five things to you and I overload you with all this, I'll tell you what, you're probably not going to give a shit about chiropractic. And most people don't, and they have no idea what it is. So I've taken the lens of, I want to teach the world what chiropractic is and only focus on that. That's your one thing. So we do. And we're, we're really good at it because we, we spend all of our time and, uh, we use a team though. We see the importance of everything else that I mentioned. So we refer to a lot of people in town. We've teamed up with a lot of practitioners here in Austin. Um, Ryan Smith, my trainer, I see him a couple times a week. I send people to trainers. I think we all need one. Uh, my massage therapists, uh, my brother uh, at LifeSpring, John Delgado, and Mike Wallace. I've known Mike Wallace for a year and a half. Anabolic LMT on Instagram. Check him out. He's awesome. He's helped me a ton with my own regimen, with my own body, uh, and taught me a lot, too, about my own body. Um, and uh, acupuncturist, she was here in Austin. I'm looking for a new one. Uh, Jen Hart was her name. I'd see her. Ian knows her. Uh, I'd see her regularly as well. I've got a functional medicine doctor. That if I need him, I'll see him. Uh, I've got a, uh, and there's a whole team of them that I'll refer to. Uh, I've got a nutritionist, you know, Stephanie Chan. I worked with her here in town. She's a pharmacist, but she does holistic nutrition. So I think it's important to have a team for everyone. And uh, that's, that served me really well. That's great. Might have to get those notes from you, all those different. Yeah. <laughs> who who do you um who do you get inspiration from? People, books, uh, famous, not famous, anybody in between? Yeah, uh, that's a great question too. And there's been few people I think really that I've found this feeling of being inspired around, but those few people I keep putting myself around. Mm. Uh, Brian Eisenberg is one of them here in town. He's an author. Uh, he's a New York Times bestseller actually. Uh, he lives here in Austin. He's my mentor. He's a great friend. Brian's like a dad to me. Uh, I, I love the guy. He's helped me so much in life and in business. It's funny, the first time I met him for lunch, I knew that he was an author and I knew he's a keynote speaker and very well and known in his field. And I've never told him this, so if he's listening to this, I wanted to talk about business with him, but he kept bringing it back to life. We just talked about life. Like we talked about sports. We talked about family. We talked about where we were from. And again, like what we talked about earlier, and it's like if we lead with just kind of being human first and we developed this friendship. And then from there I got so many gems from him business wise, but yeah, books also, Mm. I mentioned the go giver, uh, the power of moments was a great book that my mentor, Brian Mm. recommended all about experience and creating a good experience for people when they come in. That's been a huge, huge, huge part Mm. of what I do. So he actually said, Brian, uh, the first time I met him, he bought that book for me. What did you say the name of it was? The power of moments. Okay. He said, stop everything you're reading and read this book. Uh, start with why. That was a great book. Um, you know, a lot of good personal growth books, but then I've, I've also found things like uh, Trevor Noah, uh, his book, mm-hmm. 
born a crime. I thought that was an incredible story. And I think that's inspiring just hearing people's stories. Uh, Brene Brown, um, Daring Brave or Daring Bravely. I can't remember. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm reading that one. I, I love that book mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. So just anything that I think will make me a better human. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I stopped watching TV uh, a couple years ago, a few years ago. Good idea. That changed my life for the better too. I miss sports sometimes with Ian. Sometimes we'll watch sports, but yeah, that's for me. Uh, for just friends in town, other business owners, and books definitely where I find some inspiration. Yeah. Awesome. That was a good list. Good I list. Got, yeah, I got some good good books to get, take uh, add to the library too. Yeah, add it to my yeah. wish list here. Yeah, I'll <laughs> go check out Power of Moments. Um, yeah, check it out. All right, you gave us a lot. Talked yeah. about some health routines, chiropractic, the community you guys have built. Any parting words Yes. from Dr. Matt? Give people some action steps because I said a lot, but sometimes it's a lot when we're giving it all at once. Yeah, so if we, all yeah, maybe give some action steps for really, truly creating a health routine. I'd say that one, create a process, not just goals. Create a process that works for you mm-hmm. and something that can be sustained for life. Anything for health done well can be and should be sustained for life not just a thing we do like a diet for a week or for a month or for two months because we have a wedding in mexico coming up um and then uh, so a process first and then i think managing our stress so overlooked so uh biostrap is what i'm wearing here in my wrist it's Hmm. essentially something that will help monitor or my stress levels or how my body is adapting to stress. I spent $175 on this, probably the best $175 I've ever spent. And it's a visual for me to how well I'm adapting to stress in my environment. And if I should take it easier, if I can go hard in the gym. So I think heart rate looking at what what does it show? Heart rate variability. It's not looking at heart rate. It's variability, which is the Mm -hmm. most important thing, which is essentially how we adapt to stress. Mm -hmm. We should have, typically a higher variation at rest. So when we sleep and we look at it every night and we monitor it over time, I've been tracking mine for a couple of years now, I can see my health over time. That's just one of the things, um, blood oxygen saturation level, SpO2 levels, that sets them apart. They're different with that. So just a lot of indicators of health. So we really have a visual. So I'd say have some visuals for your health like that tracking your health uh, so you know how you're adapting to stress so you can implement some of these routines like deep breathing or walking and see how they're impacting your health. And then take advantage of the free things. The free things are the most profound. They're not always the most sexy or glamorous, but Mm. we mentioned some of them sleep. It's probably the most profound thing you can do to change your life right now is start sleeping at least seven hours a night consistently and water too, right? We talked to Ian about this, the 75% 75% of our country is chronically dehydrated, but when you talk to everyone, they say, yeah, I drink enough water. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. I know people uh, that say, yeah, I drink a lot of water. And I'm like, okay, how much though? Let's talk about it. And then yeah. they're like, oh, it's only been two bottles today. But that's a lot, right? Uh, no. Two 12-ounce bottles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Was it? What do you go by, half your body weight in ounces, or do you have a... Yeah, that's like a good, I think, general starter. And then I was telling you, like when we drink a diuretic, which just, just means it's something that pushes urine out of our body, like coffee mm-hmm. or like alcohol, uh, it dehydrates us. So we it yeah. kind of nullifies some of the water that we're having. So yeah. if I'm drinking a coffee right now, I'd say it's nullifying about 12 ounces of water that mm-hmm. I put in my body. Yeah. And then if I'm outside sweating, you live in a hot, humid environment, there's more right there. So it's our baseline to start, yeah, is typically about half your body weight in ounces, but everyone's different. So I'd say I drink about uh, just over 100 ounces a day for me. You mentioned something about why it's so important 
as it relates to like your discs and, and spine yeah. health. Will you touch on that for a quick second? Yeah. Uh, majority of our like pain receptors in our body too are in our disc, which are the spacers between our bones, our spine. And if we're dehydrated, that disc is one of the last places to pull in water. So if chronic pain and dehydration go hand in hand. So if you hydrate your body, that's one of the easiest and best ways to reduce your pain levels or chronic pain if you're experiencing that. So again, the free things, the easy things, we're never maybe explained why or how, and maybe that's why we miss some of it because we just hear, yeah, duh, I know drink water, I know sleep, but why should I? And how much of it? And why does it matter so much? But when we see that, I think it can shift our perspective really on health and we shift that belief system and boom, all of a sudden we care about it and we see the importance of it. Awesome. Wow. A lot of golden nuggets. <laughs> a lot of golden nuggets. Get your basket out. <laughs> <laughs> Easter's coming soon. Easter's coming. Well, folks, it's that time for a little game. Uh-oh. <laughs> Buckle your seatbelt, Mr. Dr. Matt. <laughs> Mr. Doctor. <laughs> it's time for rapid fire. So the rules of this game are very simple. All right. The first thing that comes to your mind when you <laughs> say a statement, you've got to shout it out. Are okay. you ready? Ready. Here we go. Favorite date spot in Austin. Ooh, Ladybird Lake. That's outside. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool. Yeah. Favorite place for a touristy photo. Mm, also Ladybird Lake, right downtown. Favorite health hack. Mm. Wear a bio strap. Mm. Mm. Favorite outdoor activity in Austin? That's not Ladybird <laughs> Lake. <laughs> Walking with uh, my friends at Ladybird Lake. Oh, I'll say something different. Biking. I love to bike. bike. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, biking great Brazil city Green. for biking. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna lead you yeah. on this one. Yeah. Best nonprofit organization. In, in oh, Austin. community bucket oh, for sure. Well, I hear good things oh, about that. It's, uh, it's a it's a good spot to, wow. to meet new people and just to volunteer to give back to the community. Good answer. I'll pay you after. <laughs> Favorite place to people watch in the city? Mm. Sounds like something's well, coming. Yeah, these guys know. I've, I've given the same answers because I hang out in the same neighborhood. Yeah, I live good, and work consistent. in the Zilker neighborhood. Yeah. So, in that neighborhood where I hang out. So I'd say, yeah, right downtown. But on the the Fluger pedestrian bridge, right there. Yeah. Okay. That's, we'll just sit down on those benches oh, yeah. okay. and just watch people, people walk by music. their dogs. Mm. Yeah. Or the dog park down where we mm. take Katie. Yeah. Favorite supplements? Ooh. Uh, Omega 3 huh? fish oils. I think that, again, reason why there, uh, we tend to be very, very, very uh, deficient. In them, our omega-6 levels are through the roof. When we look at the ratio between omega-6 to omega-3, that's more important. Mm -hmm. And their ratios are so out of whack that i that's one of the only supplements that I consistently take is an omega-3 awesome. fish oil. All right. You gave us the best purchase under $200 you've made. What's the best purchase under $100 that you've made? Oof. I can't say my espresso machine. A little uh, more than that. Or my blender or my bike. Those are the top three things <laughs> you have a I care about in life. No, um, I'm blanking on the name. I just got a new one. It, it's really nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Those are sweet. Um, a top purchase, we say under $100? Under 100 Oof, Okay. Um, I think, I don't know if it was under 100 It was right around there, though. It's a... Uh, a hammock, the kamek, the kamek, portable. Yeah, I, it's right around there. It might be over. I might be lying, but close. but the, but close. That's it. That's it, though. I love that thing. Like it portable, is portable. You take it anywhere. Yeah, you can take it anywhere. That's yeah. an Austin company. 
Yeah. For those that don't know. Oh, nice. They're on the east side. They're maybe, flagship. Maybe we need to have them on the show. Yeah. Yeah. You should. Get them. Yeah. All right. A hidden talent that most people don't know you have. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, love, we love seeing what people come up with on. I don't know if I have a hidden talent that most, to be honest, I I. I don't know. I don't you, know if I have a hidden talent. Can you fit your body through the frame of a tennis racket? I, I can try. I've never tried. That's a great challenge, though. Can that you? should be a challenge for everyone on this no. show. What in the world, no. maybe? Yeah, I'm you like, know those contortionists, man? They can do that stuff. Do you have any like special wiggly skills? There's uh, the other guy in the office, Dr. Scott. He sees a contortionist, I think, as a, a patient of his. But no, I don't have any skills like that. I uh, you No, rap? I mean, I... Oh, I should be able to. No. I played basketball growing up. I mean, oh, so I like basketball. Skills. I don't know if that's talent, Half though. Half court shot with your eyes closed. <laughs> yeah, there we talent. go. It could be. It's <laughs> funny. All righty. Greg? It's that time, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time. His favorite time. <laughs> For this week's <laughs> weekly brew. 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 The weekly brew. <gasps> Take it away, Ian. Guess what, guys? For the second what? year in a row. Ooh. We're Austin bragging. has landed... At the very top of Wall Street Journal's list of hottest job markets among major U.S. metro areas. Mm, mm, mm. So we said, uh, you know, we keep landing on all these top lists, best neighborhoods, best place, best city to live, all this best food. Well, we're on the hottest job markets, second year in a row. So the, Which is kind of what fuels most of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All of it. Well, that's, that's part of it. So um, it was interesting. The, it said that the rankings – specifically for this ranking takes into account unemployment rate, work workforce participation rate, job growth rate, workforce growth rate, and wage growth rate. But those are like the technical sides of it. We all know that one of the things that brings people here is all that other stuff, the entertainment, the music, yeah. the food. Um, so we came in ahead of cities such as Nashville, Denver, sorry, Seattle, <laughs> San <laughs> Francisco, um, He's he's not sorry. I mean, he lives here. Yeah, my heart's here. in Austin yeah. too. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, I just want to be sure of that that's so very considerate of you. In the report, it cited <laughs> some of the tech giants like Apple's one billion dollar campus that's coming here, uh, Google, Amazon, Facebook, Indeed, mm. all some of the driving factors. So, um, yeah, the the latest top list that Austin has landed on. Would Can you guys you? say you made a, you're happy with your oh, choice yeah. of living here? Oh yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm very grateful I stumbled across up, Austin dude. because of the University of Texas. Yeah. Thanks, UT. <laughs> Place rocks. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today's podcast with Dr. Matt Delgado with Life Spring Chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you're tuning in from. We'd love that five star rating if we deserve it. And be sure to check us out on Instagram at What's Brewing ATX. You can also follow Dr. Matt at drmatt.com. Delgado, and at LifeSpring Cairo to stay up to date with all the amazing things he's doing in our community. Can you give a quick, where where do we find you on YouTube? LifeSpring Chiropractic on YouTube. Tons of great videos on YouTube. LifeSpring, one word, right? One word, LifeSpring, yes. Guys, until next time. Cheers. 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 Cheers.